0: Ford Station 1043, the fan presents Stokely Ed Sack.
1: A year ago, what would define success in the Russell Wilson era? How did that answer change? Uh, Stope was out here on the one-year, uh, the one-year Annie, but he's here today. So the question's still uh, relevant here. Man,
2: it changes a lot, doesn't it? From a year ago, you tell me, it has to. I'm just trying to avoid, like, epic disaster failure of the greatest magnitude and maybe the biggest failure in NFL history. You put it up there with the biggest ones in sports, and that's where this would go. And that's, that's where this thing is trending to go, right? I mean, the contract, the draft picks, and a five-win season, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, this thing could be up there at the top of the worst of the worst of the worst. And so, I like
1: I'm trying to avoid that to yeah. start with. <laughs> to start with, so you and I are uh, m- uh kind of speaking the same language, and we'll go further down the road and see where uh, our opinions separate. But it just depends who you talk to. I worked with James Merrillat for the last three days it's like, dude, you got nothing to worry about. everything's fine. Russell's going to be here moving forward. he's the least of their problems, so it just depends who you ask, and the guy that we'll ask here is our friend Mike Cliss. Mike, our 9 News Broncos insider, joins us on the Johnson Auto Plaza hotline. Happy Friday, Mike, and welcome back to the show. Um, hey, right on, guys. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks hey, for Mike. thanks for being here. I'll, I'll bounce the same question off you, Mike. A year ago, when the Russell Wilson trade goes down, it was a low-hanging fruit question to say, okay, what defines success over the next handful of years with Russell Wilson? Opinions varied on it. you got to win a Super Bowl. You got to play in a Super Bowl. Got to be a contender every single year. One year after the fact, knowing what we now know, with maybe renewed optimism with Sean Payton, how would you answer that question and how does it differ from how you answered it a year ago?
0: Yeah, a year ago, I was saying 10 and 7, you know, make the playoffs would be uh, the first year expectation. And uh, that fell that fell short. But now with Sean Payton uh, fixing Russell Wilson, which is you know what I tell you what between the two of them, three first round picks and three second round picks the Broncos gave up. They better get they better be ten and seven and in the playoffs this year too. I mean that that expectation uh, still exists. It's you just had to you had to punt last year. I guess you have to punt it. And but the expectation's the same because of Sean Payton. And um, you know the, now had they hired, oh I don't know one of their other uh, candidates, let's say David Shaw or, or Jim Caldwell, you know for for the head coach, I, I think um, um, I think the expectations would have been to, even D'Amico Ryan's, you know who is a first time head coach, uh, I, I, I'm not sure expectations were there, but Sean Payton is pretty much a legit every year in the playoffs. You know, um, he's had a bunch of 12 and 4 years, 13 and 3. Uh, you expect him to turn Russ around, and uh, but it's going to be interesting. He may not, and if he doesn't, then what? So this is, uh, you know, obviously a big year for Russ, whether he's here two years or whether he's here four years. I don't see him being here seven years, um, but he's got guarantees for four years, and, and really that would – Help the Broncos out a lot if he plays well enough to justify uh, being around to see all four of those years without having to eat any money. So, uh, but he's, uh, you know, Russell, I, I think this is, you know, borrowing from the old Bobby Knight book. Uh, it is, Russell Wilson's got a season on the brink here to show what he can do. And can Sean Payton, you know, be the uh, quarterback whisperer that turns him around like he did Really, uh, with Jameis Winston in 2021, Teddy Bridgewater in 2019, these are the non-Drew Brees quarterbacks that he had success with.
2: Yeah, Mike, uh, looking at uh, Draymond Jones, free agency coming up. He's going to hit the market, it looks like. What are your expectations? Any chance that he comes back? I mean, once you usually go down this road, it's usually a wrap. But uh, any expectations that the Broncos might pony up and re-sign him? Or is it probably bye-bye
0: for Draymond? Um, there's a chance I would say the Broncos. Uh, you know, I think there's going to be three teams. You know, usually uh, when free agency opens and negotiating uh, window opens, you know, you go to the combine and there's there's 12 to 14 teams that are interested. Um, six of them say, "Well, that's a little rich for us," but keep us in mind. Uh, in the end, it's usually about three teams that are really there bidding that are really in it on Monday, which is when the negotiating window opens. And um, the Broncos will be one of those three. And, uh, you know, like last year, guys, Josie Jewell signed. I can't remember if it was Monday, Tuesday, or actually Wednesday, the first day of the the free agency. But, you know, they were dealing with Josie Jewell the whole time, and they, they got him done. And so there's a chance that that repeats with Draymond Jones this year or Alex Singleton this year. Um, but right now, um, it's Friday, and the Broncos, the, the way the Broncos operate, they they haven't thrown out numbers to anybody right now in the free agent. They've expressed strong interest in some uh, free agents, and some free agents out there are aware of the Broncos' interest. But there's been no numbers uh, thrown around. Uh, that may change. That may have changed today. I expect it to change um, – you know tomorrow and definitely Sunday, and so because you got to have it all, you got to be all ready to go come Monday morning, right? And so, uh, but you don't want to tip your hand too early, just so you're not, uh, you're not, you know, you're not providing the bar for other teams to bid on. So that's the trick to this, uh, to this game, this free agent game. But they'll be in it for Dream- Draymond uh, if he goes over those tag numbers, though. Um, <laughs> You know, it, it would look bad on the Broncos if they signed them for more than those tag numbers. The reason why they didn't tag them at eighteen, nineteen, is because they figured that was too high. You know, that, right. that overvalues them. And so, you know, if, if they can get them for seventeen, maybe sixteen, uh, the Broncos uh, definitely have a chance. If he goes beyond those numbers, then I think, uh, you know, Draymond, uh, it was it was a, it was a nice four years. It was great developing you into a. million defensive tackle and go get him, Mike, last question before we let you go.
1: Um, Me and Stokely were talking about the running back position. It's extremely relevant this offseason. Javante Williams had a major injury. And even if he's back, uh, say, a year and a day later, he's still going to miss the first month of the season. How do you think, like, what's the appropriate measurement of aggressiveness the Broncos need to take with that position here moving forward?
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure he's going to miss the first month. I mean, you might have information that I that I don't. I it's going to be close. He may miss the first month, but there's also a chance he starts uh game 1. Um, you know, I, my feeling on that, guys, is uh, in the off season, get your running backs in the draft. You know, the, the, the free like like, you know, Melvin Gordon, you paid him 8 million a year and he gave you 900 yards. Well, last year, uh, Damian Pierce was 900 yards as a as a fourth-round guy. Um, Algier with the with the Atlanta Falcons was a 1,000-yard rusher, fifth-round guy. A uh, year before, Elijah Mitchell. Uh, you know, uh, Pacheco, by the way, was a seventh-rounder. He looked pretty good mm-hmm, for the Chiefs. He mm-hmm. will put him over the top. You've you got to go with the younger legs in the offseason. Uh, they might go Kareem Hunt. I, I just, uh, you know, they might go... David uh, Montgomery, but I just don't advocate that. I think right off the bat, come Monday, guys, it'll be a right tackle, um, may, a left guard maybe if uh, they, you know, with with Reisner expected to move on. I think those will be the signs. The running back market might take a few more days to uh, sort out. They may go that way in free agency, but to me, it's a no-brainer. The smart move is you got two picks in the third round, Early in the fourth, early in the fifth. Don't be lazy and just throw a little bit of money at some of these guys who have been around for five or six years. Find yourself the next Alvin Kamara in the third round or Damian Pierce in the fourth round. That's what George Payton should be doing.
2: Mike, we're going to go over real quick, quick answer from you. Should should we expect to hear news from the Broncos making some moves when it comes to clearing up some cap space? Chase Edmonds, Graham Glasgow, uh, Ronald Darby, where they can clear up a lot of cap space by releasing those guys. I'm not expecting those guys to be back. When could we hear that news, and why haven't we already heard it?
0: Yeah, I I think Glasgow, there's a chance of a a pay reduction and a return like he did last year. I mean, he's a pretty valuable guy. He can play all three interior positions. He wound up starting seven, eight, nine games for him last year, especially at center. Uh, but if it's too deep a cut, he may say, you know, release me. Uh, but they're not going to pay him $11 million. Chase Edmonds, you would have to restructure down from $6 million. Uh, that's a possibility. I'm not sure about Darby. 10000000 million, non-guaranteed. Uh, I think, first of all, the way that works, he has to pass a physical, and he may be uh, he may be closer to the season before he can do that. So I'm not really sure policy operationally-wise uh, uh, how that all works out with Darby.
1: All right, Mike, we always appreciate your time. Have a great rest of your Friday. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you uh, next week. Thanks, Mike. Hey, can't wait, guys. All right, go get him All right, there he goes. The one and the only Mike our 9 News Broncos Insider. Shout out real quick. Our old producer, Stephen Priest. In the house. In the hizzy. Out of nowhere. We haven't seen him in two years. Came by, and it's always good to see our, our old producer. He was the first producer that we had here uh, as a show uh, and lasted a couple years, which is yeah, a long time. Remarkable. For, for, Says for, a lot about him, his resilience. You normally drive him off a lot yep, quicker. Yep. So, uh He's he's, he's back in the building tonight, so good good, good to see him. Okay. There are a list of names becoming available to the Broncos. Should they want them? Which ones make sense? Which ones don't? We'll bounce some of those off Stoke coming up next.
3: You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station 1043 The Fan
1: we're gonna play trivia here uh in about 11
2: minutes i'm coming off of a you know three-day golf trip and we're going trivia it's friday i know i know just expectations low okay Okay. Low. low okay even though even though to get the workout in today, okay. steam room like okay. you have. That's one of the things on the list. The next day, rest, recover. Yesterday, today got got to sweat, got to get going, get back going. I feel great. Rest, recover, and now um, I feel good again. So you work
1: you work your uh, fleshy muscles, yes, and then we're gonna work your your the yes. the, uh, the muscle between your ears. Okay, all right. Uh, We'll do that in just a couple minutes. Guys, just a heads up. Selection Sunday is this weekend. We got conference tournaments this weekend. So fun. Such a fun time of year. And Superbook Sports presents the Denver Sports 5K Bracket Challenge. How about this, Stoke? The winner of each round receives tickets to every concert at Cheyenne Frontier Days. And they got some dudes, some doozies of a show uh, there this year. So that's just the winner of each round. If you win the grand prize of the Superbook Sports, uh, Denver Sports 5K Bracket Challenge, you're going to win $5,000. It doesn't cost anything to get involved. All right, It's powered by the Transportation Security Administration and the Urology Center of Colorado. So register now. Get your friends or your office pool signed up too. Sign up at denversports.com slash bracket. All right, we got some names uh, in the league that are hitting the, uh, the street that I'm curious, just on first blush, if you think are a fit for the Denver Broncos. Okay, I'm ready. Adam Thielen on Monday is going to be available to 31 other teams other than the Vikings his time. What a story, by the way. Yeah. Adam Thielen, Division 2 kid from Minnesota right. gets invited to camp for like a tryout. If you're not named Randy Moss or Chris Carter, no one is ahead of Adam Thielen on the Vikings all-time receiving list.
2: Impressive. Really is a cool story. Just not a fit here. He's getting older. He didn't have quite the year um this year that he's used to having and our, our room's a little bit full. So like, and Adam Thielen into the
1: mix just doesn't seem like the right thing to do here right now. Well, uh, to your point, he is uh thir- He was 32 this past year. He'll be 33. You You're still productive in the league at 33, S- still productive at 36. How many yards do you think Adam Thielen had this past year? 750. Freaking close. 716. Okay. year before, 726. He's not the 1,300-yard right. receiver he was in 2018. But my question is, does he provide the consistency, the professionalism, and the reliability in a room that full, yeah, but it's full like maybe like after you had like a full meal of popcorn. Like, are you really full? Or are you like, are you really, really full? But then, you know, no, I got it. He's a good player. Just don't know where it fits here. Okay. How about how about this name? Braxton Barrios, Little slot receiver that we watched down in Mobile. Yeah. Coming out of, was it Clem, uh, Miami? Yeah. Okay. The U. I was uh, if you thought of Hannah Renfro real quick, a yeah. little white, little try hard guy like you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, uh,. Look, Braxton, he's got, like, a reality show. He's married to one of, dating one of them girls, and, ah, you know. Uh, Does he? It's like the the sister of the one McCaffrey's dating maybe or something. Does she have a sister? Yes. He's got, like, a reality show. Like, I don't know. How, how is football priority for you? Like, what are we doing? He, didn't, he played good two years ago. Last year, I don't think he had a good year. We need a slot receiver. That's what he is. Yeah. He's just one of those try hard white slot receivers, right? I yep. mean, <laughs> so we need one of those. We yeah. could use one. So I'm open to it. I just don't, um, I don't know if it's a good fit again. Okay. Uh, you know, where you at with football? Are You LA, you Cali, you mm. movie star, you reality star. You know what I'm saying? I don't want well, any of that. This, here. Is
1: it, uh, uh, he's been dating uh, Sophia Colpo, sister of former Miss Universe Olivia Colpo. You look at you up on your up on your you <sighs> you kind of <laughs> wink wink
2: bam. <laughs> you're, you're don't sleep on you're me. Up to speed on my Entertainment God. Tonight uh, read,
1: knowledge. You got an Us Weekly in your bag over there. You want me to show you what <laughs> I got? <laughs> what do you got? Let
2: me see. Let me see. Pull out my backpack. Oh, Here my we go. Gosh. Not yeah. an Us Weekly, but. Uh, Oh my God! You literally have a people. I got a people. He's got people. Magazine. I got a people, and it's on the front. Is it who's that? Is that the, this is dated? Um, uh, this is the making of a queen. August fifteenth. Oh my gosh! And who is so that? Had, is that Kate? Uh, yeah, one on of the, the royal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So look, I, I stay, I stay up on my uh, wow on my stuff. Actually, my wife had told me that because the Jets game was on last year, and they were playing someone. And he dropped a pass, and she brought that up. Like. He's doing a reality show now, and they were talking about something. And he's struggling. I'm like, okay, like whatever. Like, so that's why I know that, and I'm just like probably
1: out on all that stuff. All right, and he's, and he's never been a great player, just right. sort of serviceable by the numbers. Anyway, uh, what about Dalvin Cook? <sighs> Man, he's been a good back
2: for a long time. Price situation, probably no again. I feel like I say no to a lot of these guys just because of certain situations. But yeah,
1: it's got to be running back fit.
2: paying him. Uh, I, th- I think you can find other guys to make less than uh, Dalvin Cook. And how much does he have left in the tank, right? He's been a great player for a long time. I got it. How old but do you he, think he's going to be this year? Uh, 20...
1: I'm going to say 28 or 29. I'll go 28. 28. You're on it. Wow. You loved uh, him. We were doing the show when he was coming out of the draft. Florida State. I mean, Florida he State. could flat out get it. And he, he
2: fell to the second round. And there's, like, concerns here, concerns there. You know, who does he hang with? All these different things. And... He's been nothing but great in Minnesota. But not a fit here. But not 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 a fit here. Right. Okay. Just not a fit here. And 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 overall in general right now, you give me any running back at that level that's going to command that price, it's not a good fit here. So it's not just like no Dalvin, it's it's all of those
1: guys in that category. All right. Put your thinking cap on. Oh. <sighs> Trivia time. Don't look at the questions. Okay, you got the questions. I'm yep, not, I'm not, at the questions? I have not looked at the questions at all. All right, we can all play along I, on a Friday. I might take
2: a peek during the break, though. I need a little cheaty cheaty, a little helpy helpy. <laughs> help,
1: help, 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 help. next? It's Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan All right, it's Friday. Stokely is back in the fold. It's good to have you back, Stoke. Quick shout-out here. Uh, We gave a shout-out to Stephen Priest, our former producer, but shout-out our engineer here at the fan, Brad Hart, who has been working in radio for 50 years, and he announced his retirement yesterday. Now, I know everyone listening to me right now doesn't know Brad Hart, but I will just say we... Or on the air because of Brad Hart. He's the smart guy that knows everything about this station and is literally on call 24 hours a day for the last few decades. And I said, what, what What do you got planned for retirement? He's like, the first thing I need to do is take a couple months and know what it feels like to not be on call 24 hours a day. Yeah, How so, cool is that? Massive salute to him. 50 years. A
2: business, and he gets his face on a cookie. That's got he got that's, his that's face. What you that's, get. that's hard. That, that long, you get your face on a cookie. They say <laughs> it's a good cookie though. So um, you know, I can't wait to try it. Uh, oh my god! I need to get to fifty five. Maybe you'll get yourself a little plaque somewhere. <laughs> All right.
1: 60.
4: All right.
1: Uh, it's Friday. I know we're almost checked out and into the weekend. Yeah. But You're put gonna, your thinking cap oh, okay. on. I'm ready because it's trivia time. <sighs> started doing this the week of the Super Bowl and it was just too fun to watch you stress out to not do it over and over and over again. Yeah. The theme today is running backs. Okay. And specifically not every question but specifically the 2,000 yard rushing club. There have been eight different 2,000 yard rushers in NFL history. The Most recently to do it was Derrick Henry. Wow. Who was the first to ever do it?
2: The first to ever do it? I mean, my mind goes to, like, okay, Jim Brown. But I'm going to go with a little bit more recent because I think this guy's on the list. I don't know if Jim Brown's on the list. Um,
1: is it O.J. Simpson? You are spot on. And OJ, and OJ, who used to just knife his way through defenses, uh, is the only running back to ever do it in 14 games. Oh, wow. Think about that. So. A 2,000-yard rushing season in 14 games. Oh, I caught Well, I just took me a second to, because I was congratulating myself,
2: patting <laughs> myself on the backhand. Because I was about to go Eric Dickerson, Eric Dickerson, and I was like, that's probably too recent. Let me go a little bit further back and. I said OJ. OJ. So.
1: yep, mm. killed it. Mm. All right, question number two. Unbelievable that guy's free. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> just, just, unbelievable. And making like fantasy football videos. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> question <Yeah>. number two. <sighs> it's really not. But what two thousand yard rusher had his season go down as the highest? single season rushing total in NFL history. I have four options for you. Okay. I didn't want to leave you out on on the diving board on this one. What 2,000-yard rusher, so there's eight in NFL history, what 2,000-yard rusher had his season go down as the highest single season rushing rushing total in the history so, of what, the NFL, what does that mean? Explain that. Uh, so like, so, so like, so like, among the two thousand yard rushers, this guy—it's the single most yards in a season ever.
2: Oh, Okay, so, oh, so I thought you were going like with
1: highest efficiency rate. Nope. So it meant like how many carries or yards per average. So he's got the most yards ever in NFL history. Highest single season rushing total ever. Okay. Here are your options: Adrian Peterson. That was going to be one of my guesses.
2: Chris Johnson. Remember his nickname, Chris Johnson. Yeah, I mean, do you remember where he played college? East Carolina,
1: okay, I believe uh,
2: it was Thunder and Lightning. Was that Thunder and Lightning?
1: Too? No, that with was it, in, that uh, was in New York with uh... Tiki and No, 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 no. no. Ahmad Bradshaw and Brandon Jacobs, but they also had the lightning.
2: one-two punch with uh, Lindell, Lindell White,
1: and Lindell and, White, and uh, with the Titans. So with the Titans. But I, don't, I, I thought they had a name too. Th- th- those two. But what was Chris Johnson? Chris Johnson's was CJ Two K. Oh, there you go. Yep. Okay. Which is just too cool because Two K became a video game and huge, and he ran for two thousand yards. Right. CJ Two K. Perfect. So which which one of these four names has the single highest season rushing total in NFL history? Adrian Peterson, Chris Johnson. Eric Dickerson or Jamal Lewis. I knew Jamal was gonna be on there
2: too. Um he was I was thinking about him. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it is the goggles.
1: Eric Dickerson. You're on it. Yes! <laughs> oh,
4: that
1: was good. He came up in an answer a couple weeks ago for totally unrelated. Yeah. It was like after who went number one in this draft, who went number two? Uh, yeah, whatever. Question number three, what 2,000-yard rusher also holds the most single-season college rushing yards of all time, running for 2,628 yards in a single season during the 1980s? Oh, 1980s. Wow. Yeah, I'll, so, so, I'll so tell you real quick, I already words.
2: had a name that was
1: about to fire away right away. And then Let me repeat the question just for okay. our listeners. What two thousand yard NFL rusher? There's only eight of them. What two thousand yard NFL rusher also hosts or holds the most single season college rushing yards of all time for rushing over twenty six hundred yards in one season during the decade of the nineteen eighties. Wow. Um, I mean,
2: I was going to say, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson. I mean, that was going to be my guess because I'm
1: like, he killed it at Oklahoma. It was like almost unstoppable. He's uh, he, he's in the he's in the top ten. Okay. Yeah, he's in the top uh, ten of a single season at Al- at Oklahoma. Um,
2: I'm trying to. Uh, so it's got to be a 2,000 yard right. NFL rusher that played college in the 80s. Yep. I, I figured that out. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but the problem is nothing is coming to mind. So I'm just gonna just ask you, you know, who Barry Sanders? Barry Sanders. That would have been a good one to know.
1: That would have been a good one to know. And he is, Barry, is a part of our next question. Okay. Barry Sanders is not the all-time leading rusher at his own alma mater. Thurman Thomas. God almighty,
2: you're on it. You know how I know that because I told you this story before. My dad's first game in college at the Louisiana Lafayette as their head coach was against Barry Sanders, Thurman Thomas, Oklahoma State Cowboys.
1: How did those two ever share the same backfield? Yeah, remarkable. That is insane. Like, Thurman went on to go win an NFL MVP. Yeah, yeah. So right. he's the all-time leading rusher, but Barry has a single season. That's, like, that's the rich. Holy oh, moly. Yeah. Okay, you were on that one. Question number six, or question number five. I got two more for you. Okay. I feel like I'm doing really good. You are? only missed one, I think. Put your thinking cap on for this one. There have been eight. So I've missed two. There have been eight NFL running backs ever to rush for 2,000 yards. I'm going to name you seven of them. All right, boys? Okay. There have been eight NFL running backs to ever rush for 2,000 yards. You want to write these names down? Yeah, sure. This is not going to go well. I can already tell you. So. Like, sometimes you know you're not going to know the answer. All right, go ahead. OJ did it. Okay. Eric Dickerson did it. Okay. Barry Sanders did it. Jamal Lewis did it. Chris Johnson did it. Adrian Peterson did it. And Derrick Henry did it. There have been eight NFL running backs to rush for 2,000 yards. Seven of them are O.J. Simpson, Eric Dickerson, Barry Sanders, Jamal Lewis, Chris Johnson, Adrian Peterson, and Derek Henry. Who did I leave out?
2: Did someone do it twice? No. Okay, I thought no. it was a trick question. No, 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 no. It no, okay. no, it's okay. not. It's not.
1: Okay. Um. I-
2: Charles White, <laughs> USC Heisman Trophy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? David, oh, David. On <laughs> what do we, who do we, who do we, who's, who's the other one to do it? <laughs> what is so funny? Oh, sh- Terrell Davis. Terrell
4: Davis.
1: <laughs> 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 See you later. This guy does no Denver sports. <laughs>
4: this
1: guy does no Denver sports. <laughs> I hate you so bad.
4: <laughs>
1: That's my own birthday present to myself. That's my birthday present to myself. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm writing the question. I'm like, don't do this to him. He's probably still over a golf trip. Oh, my God. What quarterback in Denver wore number seven? You're a bad fucking guy, and I will never forgive you for that.
2: I'll never forgive you for that, bad guy. I won't forgive you. He's a bad guy, and so like I, I didn't know. Like you know, you were kind of smirking. You're looking behind the glass, like kind of chuckling. So I was just like, whatever. Like not. And then when I looked back there, and they're all dying laughing, I was like, I had a flashback. I was like, son of a gun, it's a freaking Democrito. This man. guy is gonna. He got me again. You got me again. Unbelievable. Oh, uh, unbe- see, see, like when I get in those situations, I just freeze. Dude,
1: it's hard, and man. Panic. It's hard. It's hard, especially when I'm leaving one name out there for you. We're just having some fun. Last question. No, you're just having fun. It's not fun <laughs> for me, Zach. So don't say we're just having fun. You're
2: having fun at the expense of me not having fun. <laughs> those guys and be embarrassed like having fun back yeah, there. Yeah, they're being embarrassed. Everyone <laughs> but me. Oh, my
1: God. Not fun. Oh, my God. Last one. What NFL running back that's not part of the 2,000-yard rushing club holds the single-season record for most rushing touchdowns with 28-1 in one season in the 2000s? So what NFL running back that's not part of the 2,000-yard rushing club holds the single-season NFL record for rushing touchdowns in one year? This guy in the 2000s punched in twenty. Eight rushing touchdowns. I'll give you the year. No. Okay. No, because then, then
2: it tries to help me out more, and I like I got one name. Emmitt Smith.
1: Emmitt Smith. That's a good guess. Okay. Ladanian Tomlinson. Mm. 28 touchdowns in one season. Man. And, and what's crazy is there was another guy who ran for 27 touchdowns in one season, and he did it the year before. And won MVP. Oh, wow. Also. Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander. Wow. Yeah. What school did Sean Alexander go to? Alabama. Yep. That is correct. Now I'm trying to think, what school did LaDainian Tomlinson go to? TCU. Did he? Yep. Hornfrog. Jeez, good on you. Yeah. LaDainian Tomlinson got a Chargers tattoo on the back of his leg. Uh Uh-huh. He put the NFL logo of the team he played for on the back of his leg, but then he got traded to the Jets. Oh, through a Jets logo on the other leg. Oh. Google it. Wow. Ill-advised, in my opinion. Okay. Good. I, I you, did good. you did good. You did good. <laughs> True, you
2: did good. you. No, you did good. You did good. You, know, you look over at me. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> All
1: right. Predictions heading into the weekend. Will a franchise record fall tonight in Denver sports? Can the Avs bounce off the mat? Selection Sunday thoughts. All that next. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan
2: presents Stokely and Zach. I
3: was out, taking shots, throwing down.
1: Fun trivia, judging by the text line, I, pe- people love this. Mark was texting me and weighing in, and CJ appreciate CJ, that.
2: CJ was chiming CJ, in also. Okay, he still listens. He knows greatness. He can't leave me. I love. He can't it. quit me. <laughs> um, shout out CJ. Shout out Stink.
1: Yeah. Uh, who I'm trying to think of who that is. You know who that is? Cole Swindell. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Glad to have you back. We got some breaking Broncos news. Okay. Uh, who, who was the first to have this so I could give credit where it goes? Was it Cliss? Was it? Uh, we have some news that it, – so, so it was Schefter. Uh, uh, Chase Edmonds' contract, he's getting cut. So they are freeing up money. We were having the conversation earlier, like, hey, why are we not hearing, like, Anything when all these other teams like oh Bud Dupree is going to hit the street, Adam Thielen is going to hit the street. How come we're not hearing about uh, about about anything? So we're hearing now Chase Edmonds been released as well as Ronald Darby right hot off the presses this second. Wow, Ronald Darby who signed a three-year, thirty million dollar deal two years back. It had nineteen and a half guaranteed. That money was gone. You knew something like this was coming, and here it is now. I mean, we talk about it, and it happens. So they freed up 12.7? Sorry, guys. Okay, sorry. No, perfect. They we freed talk up $12.7 $12. $12. million. And it happens. Yep. I mean, I, we were talking
2: about it. Cliss comes on, I asked him about those guys because it's, it was a good question. He's like, okay, it should be happening here soon. Like, why are we waiting? There's no need to keep waiting on a couple right. of these guys. Right. And so it's happening. It's happening. And as I pre- predicted it could or you know, speculated it could be, eh, we don't need to have it happen Monday or two. It could happen Tuesday and you'll still be fine. Right. So, But why wait? They gave us their answer. Edmund's gone and Ronald Darby gone. And the next guy that we'll we'll see is, is if it's Graham Glasgow. Kliss said possibly they might be trying to get him to take a pay cut or something like that, restructure yeah. it to a different way. What did
1: you think about that? Because Kliss was like, hey, he's really valuable. Like He can play in the entire interior of the offensive line. Yeah. Um, do you think they, they view that like the way that Kliss views it? I don't know about that. But, yeah, certainly when you can play center or guard
2: and you're a veteran player – um, you know, do you want him to be your starter? Probably not, but he's a good backup yeah, half. And yeah. he showed that this year, you know, being able to step in when Cushenberry got hurt and play a little guard if he needs to. So, I think um he, any those guys are they are valuable players, but you know, you don't want to pay him 5, 6, 7 million, $8 million a year, I wouldn't think. Right. Uh not that valuable. So, we'll see if they can get something worked out. I think if they don't get anything worked out, they probably release him and move on here um if
1: we don't hear Today, then Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Um, This is just just too funny. i got to give a shout out to someone on the text line, uh, 347, that took you in a Seahawks uniform and put you on the front of a Wheaties box. They superimposed you on the front of a Wheaties box. Oh, gosh. This is too (laughs) funny. Some of you guys have a really good sense of humor. (laughs) That is good. And creativity to go with it. Um, okay. Um, what happens tonight in in uh, Nuggets, Spurs, and, and Mac? if you want to chime in. Hey, I guys. know you got four hours Ryan to Aaron. do, but if you want to hey, get hey. involved. Oh, sure. Um, Stoke, what are you expecting to see against one of the league's worst teams? The, the spread is 13. Oh, is it on the road? A oh, road 13? I mean, this is the Spurs, though, who just lost by 32 to the Rockets. That's their most recent game. Don't take that triple-double tonight, buddy.
3: No.
2: Yeah, no, that was coming Stay up. With I, 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 Yeah, I think I'm going to have to, unfortunately, you know. But, I mean, I, my expectations are kind of how you were early in the show, what you said. My expectations are they go in there and they handle business. Yeah. So they brought everybody,
1: as far as we know? Um, I did not see a report saying otherwise. I mean, who, who would you ask no, I they wouldn't
3: I would have left Jamal and Jokic just at home. It's, you know, just went without him.
2: Huh. I I don't know about that. I'd like
3: really just leave them at home? Are they yeah. hurt? Are they no, no. no. That's a total load management. They did oh. it
1: against Minnesota. Um they didn't bring four guys to that game, remember that? They didn't, you know. Well I would say this in terms of the spot to load manage, it's not real it doesn't scream load manage. You haven't played since Wednesday. So, so you, you got a couple your, days off and so, then you don't play till till Sunday. Don't you want
3: you all to break that record at home? Oh, like
1: that, that is the league. Oh my that's gosh! That's not that Come great up. of a record to begin
2: with. So, like, who cares? Jamal? Who cares about the three point that, record? Well, yeah. did, you did you see his tweet? Did you see his tweet on Wednesday? No, oh, you did. Honest, no, no. So, so I was busy playing Seminole in the Grove. You think I'm checking <laughs> Jamal Lewis? Jamal Lewis? Jamal Lewis? <laughs> Jamal <Murray's
1: tweet? laughs> No, he t- he tweeted today's the day with a blue arrow and a. Like uh, the the target being at the bullseye. Yeah. Did you see what shoes he wore? What color shoes he wore? And then he refused to like look at the basket for the first half. It was really biz- it was a really bizarre sequence. Okay. Yeah. Wednesday was just bizarre. It was so that weird. Wednesday was just weird as one of the weirder Nuggets games I can remember. It was the Broncos coaching staff—they just bring the the wrong wrong car oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sean Payton and, and all the fellows were there. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, that's
3: not a good way to start
2: things hey,
1: off. No. Remember
3: when they put uh, "You look good today" and what you did during that song? Remember you showed off a little for the camera. You got to you dance a little bit. You do what you did. I vaguely recall. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: They,
3: they showed Sean Payton twice. No acknowledgment. Didn't wave to the crowd. Nothing. Refused a TV interview on altitude. Would not do the in-house uh, thing. Nothing. Zero. No banging drums. No a lot of points. No nothing. It's just, just business there with his coaches. Okay. Uh, well, some people don't want to be on it, you know. Didn't wave at the crowd. Yeah. that's, a little bit, that's <laughs> No, a little bit I was different.
2: fine with it, though. But Sean Payton doesn't even seem like that type of guy to do that. No, he's been, right. He's very outgoing. He's, you know, he gives a lot of interviews. He says a lot of things. So, to me, he's not that guy that wouldn't, like, r- wave to the crowd. Now, maybe you don't want to go up there and shoot a free throw, bang on the, the drum. Dumb drum, you know, like maybe you don't want to do that. I get and that. Promise that you're going to chuck the ball down the field and <laughs> score points. Exactly, right? How did that work out? It's so good.
1: I get it if, if you
2: don't want to do that, but like you could give a little wave, you know. You uh, know nothing wrong we, with a little sure, wave. Are
1: we sure that he knew he was on the right. show? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. KKF
2: fan, KKF fan. one along my Denver. Oh. I got it on Twitter. I got oh. three seats. You can you can look at it. All right, all right.
1: That's yeah, all right. Just wasn't there. I didn't see it. No, it
3: was, it was well. Funny. So so the crowd very very reserved response. I mean polite.
1: Applaud, you know, you're our coach, you know. Okay, yeah. cool, but not like going nuts. Well, they, I think they've been burned a lot, you I know. Like so. how I many coaches have they shown up there in the jumbotron to get cheered, you know? Well, enough. So the well, crowd's a little like, we'll see. How? So I, I, I'm going
2: back to this whole, you know, Spurs Yoke yeah. thing. Yeah. Could this just be one of those like quick triple doubles? Though no, I can't let it, it go. Could, it you know what I'm could. saying? Like it absolutely. I mean, could. we've seen it where he's got you know eight rebounds, eight assists and you know 14 16 points at halftime where like okay, he's going to get this for sure and they're up 15. I, I, but it's I gotta, a three it's probably
1: a three quarter game. I know, but we say that a lot, and it ends up being you know a little bit yeah. more. I got to look at the odds. I'll get specific with it. He yeah. averages 33, 34 minutes a game. If he plays twenty nine minutes tonight, he'll get a triple double.
3: Did okay. what? What did he do against the Rockets when they handled business against a bad team and they he all barely sat on the got bench? it?
1: He barely got Cause it because that was what, the
3: one where he had it,
2: like a layup going into halftime, and I think he barely got that ten of because this, this is
3: assist. how this sets up tonight.
1: Theoretically. This is why I would just, you know, I listen. I'm he had a triple-double in uh, earlier in the season. Yeah, 14-11-10 <laughs> against Houston on February 28th. Oh, that's it. That's the game. They had a back-to-back against Houston. There it is. Uh, that was the Houston game on the road. He, he, he didn't have, this is another one of these games, Stokely, you referred to it earlier in the show. He do, It happens so often, it literally has a name, the Sambor Double, yeah. where he had 17 points, 12 assists, 9 rebounds. Ooh. The night before against the same Rockets, 32 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists so both times he's flirted then he got it the third time if
3: he plays he probably gets it
1: 29 minutes he'll get there if he plays yeah Yeah. he will definitely get it if he plays i don't think there's a
3: question about that
1: That the only question is just double check it
3: before just to make sure just you know make sure he's playing that's all
2: well if he doesn't play at all you get your money back right oh all right yeah so you're fine there it doesn't matter but you know if he plays two minutes or plays 15 minutes you know you're you're stuck and that's that's just the Jamal was, uh, that's, Jamal that's, that's gamble. Jamal Here. was
3: tweeting stuff up. He was wearing blue sneakers. All right. He went well, one, one for seven. you needed two. Yeah. That's, I, I don't know. I mean, it's going to get where, the record.
2: What do, do y'all think? I mean, where where do you put this? Hey. Where do you put this? I mean, like, is this a great record to have? Is it meaningless? Is it like in uh, between? Yeah, yeah, I think I mean, it's somewhere in between. Like, yeah. if, you're yeah. the, if you're the all-time
1: yeah. three-point maker for any of the th- 30 NBA franchises, it's pretty cool. Are the nuggets, where do the nuggets stack up with like franchises in terms of the NBA's history? Not very high. Uh, cool just, record to have, but them, a, right? a, yeah. a very, very yeah. cool record. Very cool, cool record, record to have. Yeah.
2: But just, it was just set, like, by Will Barton, Will Barton yeah, you know, a year or so. Yeah, or well, I'll it tell you, was so so th- just like, you look at that, like, oh, Will Barton had it? It uh, meant something and to Will Barton. Barton. Oh,
1: I know. Oh, it was I like remember. a lifetime
3: achievement for Will ah. Barton and
1: all the haters, and everybody was down on me, and blah, 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 blah. And you get it for a year? Yeah, then it took it took him like a month to make it, too, if you remember. <laughs>
3: it took forever. And then the night he gets it, he's got some family members in attendance, and they're getting in fights with Nuggets fans. So oh, I think my God, got, that's right. Because I think got It was right behind the bench because I think he was getting booed. Oh, on the gosh. same day. I mean Will Barton had the
1: weirdest relationship with like this fan base. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here are your top 5 three-point makers. This this will answer your question how cool it is. Will Barton's okay. number one. Jamal Murray's number two. I know who three is. J.R. Smith's number three. Oh, Who's gosh. four? Michael Adams is number four. Oh, okay. And freaking Jokic is number five. Oh, wow. That's wild. No they, way. There's your answer. Oh. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he's fifth on the list. Yeah, Gary Harris is six. Wilson Chandler is seven. Oh, my goodness. Where's <laughs> so, Richard Jefferson on the list? He's Oh, he's not wow. There.
3: wow. Oh, I get there. what you're saying, okay. but it, it meant something to Murray the other sure. night. sure. I don't know. I guess you play him. I guess you play everybody. He just sets the record yeah, yeah, in front no, of like twelve not, people in San not,
2: Antonio. Yeah, I you, but I don't. I don't think you want to get too much out of your rhythm. Jokic plays. That's what he does. You know, and, and he's always played. And so I don't want to start taking some of these. If you if you can play, and I don't have to play at thirty five minutes. But if you can play, let's go. Like, yeah, why I keep this thing going? Yeah. I, I, I don't think that there, there, there's something to look. like if you had if you had a little bobo or something, you need to rest up. Okay, then you rest up. Other than that, we got to play basketball, yeah. man.
1: His quote from two seasons ago was... You remember what it was? Serbs don't mm. take days off or something. Serbians don't take days off. Yeah. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a different guy, but similar. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Close enough. Oh, my goodness.
3: Uh, well, I, I'm not seeing anything either, so
1: I assume everybody's going tonight. So, um, Coming, uh, on, coming off that loss and how, uh, like, drek it was from a spirit and competitive... Uh, actually, I'll, I'll say this. From a pride standpoint, I think they beat the brains out of San Antonio. Too. Yeah,
2: I like that. I'm going to do a little minus 13 or yeah. whatever, yeah. and then I'm going I'm to do a little on the triple-double. That's just I have to do it. I, I took two games off because I was in the state of Florida, so yeah. I got to get back on the train. I think it's my good juju, my good luck that's going to propel this thing to another triple-double, so I'm going to throw a little little sprinkle. You, you, got, well,
3: you know who's got some problems here is our avalanche. Are you guys following know, us yeah, on Not good losing late in the season. No, dude. dude. Well,
2: yeah. that's what I thought last year, Wolf, and I was, like, so paranoid and, and, and like, pulling the little hair I have left out and then they gotta got um, figure it out they gotta figure
3: it out theres question in their motivation and like their desire well Ooh. I, think,
4: well, I that's, think that's a mind game that's a mind game the coaches all you know, I like, coaches yeah. they you do know, that's that a good one
2: that's a that's a very good point well yeah. uh, I think this though also you know, the year after winning it all, Wolf. I don't know what your experience was, but like I know, it's just like you, all you do is party, all you do is have fun, right, and then right. and then you got to crank it up and get it going. You say all the right
3: things. Do you but, want it as much, huh? Do you want it as much? Yeah, you think you do, but, but do, do you? you? But right? Do you? I don't know. You know what? Like, of course I did. I did. did but I did. But, did? but at the same time, it's bad.
2: like, it's did like a a you drug. really? You know, and, and like, did you do all the little things you did before, especially a team like the Avs that have been so close, and, like, that's their singular motivation was to get over the hump, and they finally did it. And now you have injuries and I don't do, know, do, man, all, tough.
3: do all of them. And then you look around and, like, oh, wait a second, that guy wasn't here last year. That guy over here wasn't here last year. I kind of miss my buddy, you know. Andre Burkowski or Kadri. Or Kadri. Mm-hmm. But we got Darcy. There's Lars. I don't really know Lars over yeah. there. And so collectively, that's what Bednar was saying after the yeah, game. Yeah, we were like, where's Peyton? Where's Peyton Who is it? Tra- Trevor?
1: Oh, oh, okay. And then okay, you sorry. look at
3: things like, of we're course. Like it doesn't matter. Our defense is yeah, so right. good. Right, right. But, right. but, 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 where's Malik? Where's,
1: yeah, where's Malik? Where's, where's,
3: where's Danny? <laughs> where's Danny T? Yeah, no. I mean, like, oh, okay. You know, it's like, ah. Well, it, there wasn't that many guys, but then does, is everybody well, on this? there's a lot of core
4: I mean, Danny Trevathan, to me, I mean, there's no way we should ever let him go. We needed him. He was a key part of that front seven. I mean, just the attitude he brought. You know, he, and he was, he was undersized. Why did the Broncos lose him? Because he had a microfracture in his knee. Was he a free agent yeah. that they just let test the market? Was yeah. that it?
1: Chicago, Chicago right? for sure, Got yeah. Got
3: paid, right? Got
0: paid. Made a couple of
1: bulls too. Played uh,
3: a long time over there. Really I think good player. I think it's so hard to repeat. I, I Just to, do you really want it as bad? We could have repeated. I think if Peyton played another season, we would have repeated. You know, you hear about that Broncos team. They always said they really wanted it that bad. Like, I heard Mark talk about it. We have. wanted it bad. Should've, should've, we had the number
4: Payton. one defense again. Should have begged, Peyton to play one more year. We had the number one defense again. Who cares if he stung on the field? He was Peyton. It's been all right. It, just Peyton being around. But
1: wasn't he banged up that final year oh, too? Yeah. Like, there was oh, like stuff going on.
4: He was struggling. Yeah, I mean, he st- had that plantar fasciitis. That man, he couldn't plant on his foot. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he was dealing with some stuff. Like if uh, the thing about Peyton was, the, all you had to do was graze his shoulder with your hand, and
3: it was a sack. Do you think he would have played again if he was begged to play again? They begged him. I think he was done. I think he was ready to be done.
2: Yeah, it's, it's
3: hard to say. He took um, his time. You know, he yeah. took his time to retire. Didn't retire right away.
2: I, I know that season was like Wolf said. I mean, he was he was banged up, you know, and dealing with a lot of stuff that makes it not fun. At I don't know how old he was 40, 39. How old he was at that year thirty nine or so, or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. It's difficult. And, I don't know. It that, doesn't, that would, it's be not fun anymore. When
4: you're de- when you're dealing with, like, real injuries, like, that could be life-altering, it's not fun. Yeah, you're thinking about it every time you go out there, and
3: you're not just having fun. I think one thing you got to consider is the amount of time you spend celebrating after the after you win the championship, too. It's not just like a day or two. <laughs> right. I mean, it goes, for the abs, it went on for... I don't know how long it went on for you guys. but It's the ass- months.
2: It's every, everywhere you go, and it's all you're doing. is like people are patting you on the back. and I'm they're still telling- celebrating. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Why stop? I mean, you finally reached the pinnacle. All you right.
3: did it. So what's that moment like when you're back there at training camp trying to do
4: it again? Oh, you're like, I, I know you're talking to him about it, but for me, we had, we had the earliest turnaround in, in, the, in the history of the NFL. Like the quickest turnaround. And we played the same team we just played in the Super Bowl on a Thursday night game. That's right. And it, and we went out there, and it was a physical, physical game. Because, you know, they were like... Yeah. They were playing for something. Yeah. yeah. You won. And we won. Yeah. By point. Cam took it again, didn't he? Oh, dude, I put my head in his spine. I hit him so hard in the spine. I chased him
3: down, and he stopped the throw, and I put my forehead right in his spine. I saw you, uh, um, a highlight just the other day, it came up organically of you giving him the uh, hit in the end zone. On oh, the back of the end zone? Yeah. It was... Boy, yeah, that, we was, that was watching that. It was, we, yeah, we was watched a little that, late. Hey, that, <laughs> was, that was borderline. Uh, he didn't call it, though. <laughs> he did not, I'm not going to say Kim didn't have a you know,
4: case. <laughs> he had it coming, is what he had. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah That's what you did when you wear gold
4: shoes running around our sideline.
1: Oh, my God. I'm taking off, boys. Happy, Happy my birthday. I'm going to go. Uh, oh, it's your birthday. Start celebrating. What are you doing? It's going to black out. <laughs> not quite Not quite But uh, I do have a date With my wife And uh, I gotta go pick up My son right now right. And go take care Of some business Then we're gonna go To nice Italian dinner and uh, Where are you going? Uh, Maggiano's Nice yeah.
3: what, what have you learned In 36 years on earth That
1: uh, older Zach Would tell younger Zach um, Ooh, you know what the truth it probably is? I hate change. I hate when things change. I hate when relationships change and change and dynamics change and with family and work and, and I just hate it. And I would just try to encourage myself to just get used to it. Cause that's the only thing consistent that you're going to find is that everything is always changing and I'm right always to seem it. to be fighting it. So all right. Try to, Great advice. There you go. So ride the wave. Yeah, that's need to get better at that. And enjoying Don't it. fight it.
3: What do you think the 56-year-old Zach will tell the
1: 36-year-old Zach? Hopefully you did good. <laughs> there you go. You did good, You man. worked hard. I had a, I had a, I had a journalism good student. Good job. Like, good job. Yeah. I had yeah, a journalism student, good. like, a couple months ago, asked me. He goes, well, do you have a philosophy? And I'm like, <laughs> no. I never thought about that. But it got did get me thinking. It was basically it comes down to two things. Bust your ass. Hmm and try to have a positive impact about the people who you run into every day. That's all. You know what my dad's best advice was? He's was
3: 86, lived a long life. He never trust a fart. That's his best advice. There's it's that, not, too. That's it's a good f- advice. You know what no, my dad's I mean,
1: advice was? Yeah. The guy who gets the first punch in the fight gets the second one, too. You know, you know
4: what my dad's advice was? Jeez.
1: <laughs> oh, right. He doesn't have a dad.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's how we begin. This is the drive on the fan.